<coughs> I should I should stand up for this bit as well. And um, there's another bit here which has crossed my mind that we should have done for the last show. <laughs> well, give me a second. <laughs> so you feel like it's end of story? Find it all pretty satisfactory. Well, I tell you, my friend, this might seem like the end, but the continuation is yours for the making. Yes, you're a hero. That's the uh, closing song to the Flash Gordon movie from the, the Queen lyrics. So you feel like it's end of story. Yeah. Well, wait, see, the thing is, as and when we book the uh, cinema to have a space soldier sh showing, <laughs> I thought we might try karaokeing that later. <laughs> It'll never happen. Me and karaoke, not going to happen. But anyway. I didn't do the first verse because it only this. It's just that the second verse is actually that's precisely the end of the first serial as well. And I thought we should have done that, and then of course I always think of these things a week late. Deciding that a podcast looking into the science fiction serials that featured in cinemas in the 1930s and beyond was long overdue, Andy and Martin set about rectifying this omission. Having completed the 1936 13-part serial entitled Flash Gordon, made by Universal Pictures and based upon the cartoon strip of the same name created by Alex Raymond, they have decided to continue their running commentary series with Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars from 1938, once again covering all 15 chapters, episode by episode, until the entire story is covered. Naturally, once these are done, Flash Gordon Conquers the Universe will be along before you know it, before they turn their attention onto other serials made in the same era. Hello and welcome to Space Soldiers, a commentary podcast with Andy Priestner and Martin Holmes. Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars, Chapter 1, New Worlds to Conquer. Hello and welcome back to Space Soldiers. My name is Andy. And I'm Martin. How are you doing? Very, very excited. On the edge of my seat here, gripping furniture at the start of this new odyssey. I know, we've <gasps> moved on. We've moved on. We've gone on to the second serial. Nobody thought I we'd know. get a sequel. Nobody. No one. No one. <laughs> Nobody thought we'd get an episode two. Um, sadly, it's it's less scantily clad than the first series. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, I'll um, put my trousers back on. <laughs> yeah. Please hadn't realised. <laughs> exactly, you didn't get the memo. <laughs> so, I would like to take us back to 1937, if we may, before we actually start commentarising. Commentarising? Or was that the sound effect of going back in time? Very wibbly, wobbly, wibbly, 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 yeah. wibbly, 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 wibbly. Excellent. So, back in 1937, Alex Raymond was still doing the comic strip, but King Features sent him a memo, a strongly worded the Captain memo. Captain Memo. Yes, saying, we like this strip, but it's really hard to distribute it because everyone's a bit too naked and the <laughs> strip's, a bit, strip's a bit too erotic. Erotic. And also, we kind of like you to tone down some of the fantastical elements. So if you can sort of lose the Hawkman and the, the Lion Man and the cheaper. Shark Man. <laughs> well, it's not, cheaper, well, it's not cheaper in a comic strip, Martin. No, no, no. no. It's cheaper for us to film it, though, if they haven't yeah, all know, got wings. But this isn't, we're not talking about the film, darling. We're talking about King Features Syndicate, the owners of Flash Gordon. Oh, I see what you mean. Anyway, 
So, Raymond was not happy. Alex, not actually, happy I, no, actually, I, I'm going to call him Alex, actually. I feel like we'd have bonded. We'd have been close. Alex and I. Um, is, is, does this mean awesome. he becomes the destroying Ray? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Twice. No. He decides to take out his frustration by making the strip better. Oh, I was going to say, as like. dull as possible. <laughs> I, you're told to make it dull. Here's, here's Flash Gordon making a cup of coffee. Now, I was, reading this narrati- I was reading this narrative about it and how he focused instead on improving his artwork hmm. than in creativity around fantasticism ah. and eroticism. Hmm. And I'm thinking that's not how it works. You don't suddenly become better at art because you've been told to make things less erotic. Anyway, I thought it was a weird well, storyline. No. <laughs> the, intra- the, re- the only reason for turning up was the erotic bits. <laughs> I don't think you've made your strips erotic enough, Martin. That's my opinion. But... Um... <laughs> Well, you know, the problem is I'm, t- I'm to do it from memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. So it's like God knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What goes where? What? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, the bottom line is, regardless of this de- de-eroticizing, that's mm. a good word, de-eroticizing of the strip, it was more popular than ever. Right. And in mid-1937, Universal knew, knew, as sure as eggs are eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or whatever, M- Mongo Chicoids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mongo Chicoid yeah. Ovoids are Mongo Chicoid Ovoids. Yes, <laughs> yes as sure as that. They be- they knew they had to do a new movie serial to follow up to the first, a sequel. A no sequel! Less. Well, now then. This is The Empire Strikes in- Back then, isn't it? It is. Absolutely is. Same timeline. Now, the difficult problem is that People don't agree about what happened and in what order and why and wherefore. But let's unpick that together. Mm -hmm. So the original title is said to have been Flash Gordon and the Witch Queen of Mongo. Right. Based on an arc. Oh, look at me using all the terms. An arc in the comic strip, uh, which featured the beautiful and very green Azura. Um, I thought Queen Azura, not Green. Uh, yeah, I think that's a typo. Yeah, she, she was no, she was a Green Queen. Green Queen. And oh, yes, Michelle Visage wouldn't like her. That's a drag race joke, not for you, but for everyone else. Um, <laughs> and she, she was very naughty. At one point, Dale gets stripped to the waist, and she lashes Dale. My very dirty girl. <laughs> Anyway, the Witch Queen of I mean, Mongo is, is this drawn? I mean, do, do, actual, yes, actual toplessnessness, yes, actual drawn, yes, actual nippleage. Yes. No, the back. Oh, Martin, honestly, sorry, there's too much, too much, too much axer in the sun when I was a kid. Anyway, suddenly mm. when they were while they were making, it, they decided to to drop the Mongo element right. and they decided to switch it to Mars. Demongoed, demongoed. Wow. Now. There was a, a fan theory that has since been busted. We're busting the myth! Busted by um, Buster. Yes, that... Um, a myth buster. God, yes, a myth buster crab. That oh. Orson Welles' famous broadcast... Oh, yes. ...prompted them to switch it to Mars. Not true, because... Because Mars was trendy. Mars was just trendy. Mm. That's the reason. Mm. And also, Wells' broadcast was later in right. 38. It was mm. af- way, well after the serial was out. Mm-hmm. So it's not the reason. Okay. So there you go. There's some facts for you. I'm, I'm a gog. Um, I'm all a gog. <laughs> and Azira was markedly toned down from her, her naughty 
fleshy greenness in the strip. Yes. Did we become more of an all-American housewife? Well, I yes, I think you've said that to me before. She, she would not look out of place in New York. <laughs> yeah, at a party. In a Serving back. cocktails. Serving cocktails, getting people to sup at the incense of forgetfulness. <laughs> Although... Um, Imagining her played by Myrna Loy suddenly fills me with joy. Myrna Loy joy. Like fills with fills with joy. Good work. Now, meanwhile, are you keeping up? New management at Universal. Oh, oh my God! Well, that that must have been twenty minutes later then, because they seem to change their manager. Downsizing ain't new, Martin. It's not a new thing. Mm. They needed to be more cost conscious at Universal. Ah. New broom came in. He was like, right, we're changing things around here. Mm-hmm. And Henry McRae, the previous producer of Flash Gordon, was replaced by, replaced with even, Barney Sarecki. All right. I like to think Barney Sarecki was a bit of a can-do guy. We'll do this, we'll do that. (laughs) Um, We can do whatever we want on less money and it's fine, it's fine. Okay. Um, And he even decided to make two more episodes um, than they'd made previously, mm. so 15, mm-hmm. but on half of the original budget. Ah, was he Michael Grade? Was he his, was <laughs> yes, he his grandfather? I think, so. I think he might have been. So, um, yes. Wow. So, sources dispute the cost, okay. the amount, but if you remember, it was about 350 to 360 for the first mm. serial. Well, it was now between either 168 or 175 for this serial. That's interesting. But ultimately, it went over budget to yes. 182,000. Wow. But um, I think I mentioned before on our original conversation about Flash Gordon on Vision on Sound, Mm -hmm. which you can get from this podcast (laughs) platform, um, that it was originally just made, it was made this serial between 19th of November and 24th of December, um, 37. So really ridiculously, stupidly quickly. Mm. I don't know how they did it. We will see whether it shows when we watch it again. It's certainly in certain... Quick turnaround movies. I mean, like the Thin Man movies, like the Sherlock Holmes movies. They were mm. they they had something like ten day windows for filming. You know, they were they yeah. were filmed in in ten days. So it, it's not unusual, but it's a heck of a it's a heck of a whack, isn't it? Really, when you think about it, especially it's, when you consider what they're trying to do and the effects and stuff like that. It's crazy, crazy. So, of, so of course they there's no recasting really, which is astonishing. Hmm. Um, and everyone's back. Hmm. Unfortunately, Buster's not allowed his dark hair, mm. and he's even more annoyed because Jean Rogers is allowed her dark hair, mm. and she even is allowed to switch hair in the sequence when she's coming back mm. to Earth. So mid-trip, her hair changes from blonde to br- blue. Because this basically, this is supposed to just be literally picking up. Absolutely, this, this is episode fourteen yeah. of the previous serial in some ways. Mm-hmm. When we get to it, but yes, it's um. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird that I, that yeah. sort of throws you a bit, doesn't it? Because you yeah. think, oh, is it supposed to be no time has passed at all? But they decide that they can't do without Ming, even though Ming went into the Tunnel of Terror mm. and was flamed to death or flamed. something. They decide that they need him and Azura. Azura is no good on her own. Yeah. We need Azura and Ming as well. Mm-hmm. And also, they don't they take Baron as well from Mongo? Baron is back. Yeah. Yes. So... Presumably, Aura is just having a gay old time on, on Mongo. <laughs> just having having it off with everyone. Oh, she's oh, but she's she's good Aura now, so she'd be sitting well, at home, sitting at home I, knitting. Knit, I maybe don't think her sexual. I don't think her sexual appetite is dimmed one iota. Well, no, no. I mean, this was the thirties, so she may she may have been knitting woolies for for offspring of Baron. 
You know what it's like? Americans, they like the, 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 the. In those days, it was all about housewife and children, housewife and children. That was, that was oh, the, gosh. You know. That was the narrative. It certainly was. Now, other things to say when it was released, it was a critical and financial success. <laughs> Spring 38. And it was later re edited mm. and called Mars Attacks the World. And that was because of the Orson Welles radio broadcast, right. apparently. So. Yes. Okay. And the original release prints had a greenish tint. Wow. So it was originally in green in the cinema to make it more oh, Marsy. I'll go and get my green tinted spectacles for watching this. I've got mine already. Oh, have so you really? I'm ready. <laughs> the the <laughs> garden's now. looking verdant. I wasn't expecting that. It was it was all brown earlier. Oh, we must have watered. <laughs> so I think we could we I speak for both of us when I say that Flash Gordon's trip to Mars is our favourite Flash Gordon serial. Oh, is that correct? We like, well, it, it, it's a, it's an epic for a start, isn't it? But yeah, we, it we, we, we like a bit of Mars. We like a bit of Mars. We do. We do. We do. So, I think we're ready. Has to, the time come? I think the time has to come. Jolly. So, um, is that Martian speak? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they do seem to have a way. Oh, one important thing to say. Oh. Yes. So. We did have various copies of this about our persons on mm. our shelves. Mm. So I have a beautiful um, American version, Region 1. Mm. But I was worried about other people not having access to that. And mm. you've got a, a shitty version, haven't you? <laughs> How many dare you? I love it. It's, it's a Region 0. That's the thing. And it seems to be Freigogo, but it's foreign. Gosh. So what we thought we'd do so that more people could follow along with us is to follow along with the version that's on YouTube, which seems to be quite complete. We don't know. And it's, and it's, it's the still same. there today. <laughs> it's still there currently. We may have to change our ploy later. But yes, it might not be here by the time you're listening to these episodes, in which case, tough! Get yourself a DVD and stop being so cheap. Um, well, don't get the one I got because be... I'm such a, so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't like to say. But... Um, it seems to be the same running time as my DVD anyway. I don't know about your your, well, your version was version. Your version was not available when I wanted any version at I'm all not, I could get I'm of it. I'm not interested in any of your excuses, Martin. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I didn't buy a thing I didn't know existed. Anyway, it's all... Yeah, exactly. You're, you're one of these Region 1 whores, aren't you? You can watch things from anywhere in the world. I can. And I don't care what is more. <laughs> with, you with your lavish, full-blown production studio. I can't help it. Yeah, I just can't I'm, I'm in a windy like shed, this. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't have a windy shed because then I couldn't wear my leather shorts. So, you know. Well, there is that. You don't want to draft up your shorts. It's true. Planning. Right. So we're about to start chapter one of 15, no less. New worlds to this conquer. This may take some time. It may. 15 episodes, no New less. New worlds to um, conquer. Wow. I know. I like that title. It's, it speaks of... Hope and opportunity Indeed. and death. And stuff like that. <laughs> doesn't speak of hope at all. I don't know what I'm on about. New right. world to conquer. So I don't know about you, but I'm on zero, zero, zero. Oh, so am I. Three zeros. Yes. <gasps> that sounds good. So after five, five. we will go in. We'll, I'm going in. Okay. Um, Thunderbirds. So, exactly. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Oh, no, it is. We're okay. Gas. Ah, there we go. So, Larry Buster Crabs, Gene Rogers, Frank Shannon. Larry. Oh, oh, and Beatrice Roberts makes the cast list. Yes. Hooray. Love her. Yay. 
Well, she deserves it. And I notice there's no women on the screenplay credits now. No, there's men running in capes. There's there's Ray that Trump. Really ticks, there's the destroying really Ray. Back. <laughs> Seeing them. Oh, oh, and there's back. Oh, the clay people. We love the clay people. I haven't talked about them. No. But the clay people are important. I'm sure they'll come up. Oh, Larry Buster Crab as Flash Gordon. Uh, Look. My. Smolder, smolder. Smoldering. Um, yes. Jean Rogers. She's scared of something. Yeah. What is it, Jean? Something about her hair. Ming the Merciless and Azura, Queen of Magic. Yes, Queen, Queen of, of magic. magic. In inverted commas. Yes. Frank oh, she does, she does her Nazi off. salute thing. Donald Kerr is Frank happy. Frank Shannon. Good. Yes, he looks bored, doesn't he, Richard happy? Richard Alexander's back. Montague Shaw. But happy oh doesn't look happy in those opening credits. And Montague Shaw must have really loved the fact he doesn't get his face on screen. <laughs> I know. It's not really going to get him other parts. Lots of mud, mud pack on. Uh Ming entering Ooh. his chamber of whatever. Chapter one, new worlds to conquer. You don't get to do the readout on this one, do you? <gasps> do I not? No, well, there's no recap. What does WGAB mean on that antenna? Oh, some radio station or other. Uh, Will and Grace are brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> Three men in suits. And there's a man with, a tele- with several telephones in a cheap room. So this is a much cheaper room. Is this our friend Happy already? Is this? Are we introduced? Now that is a white suit, isn't it? That's a wide white suit. Is this is Doctor Metz, who's a bit yes, of, of a, a bit of a he's a he's a bit he's a bit grumpy, isn't he, Doctor Metz? He's got bad hair. Mm. He's well, he, a bit Bride of, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, I think he was more J. Jonah Jameson, really. But yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. They've definitely picked up the rocket ship. So this is this is picking up literally from the previous serial. Like the continuity, World of Glory. Oh, and hot off the press. And all it's these hot, newspaper hot press. presses we saw last time are still running. These are the ones they had to I'm switch sorry, off. Sorry, these are different shots. Yes, so I know, but, rude. but they're still newspaper. And it's like, what are they printing today? Planet Explorers sighted. Hey. Air voyage into the unknown crowned with success. Oh, I know, I voice over, voice over. Tanoi, Tanoi, because there's lots of people. Dr. Alexis Sarkov? What? Alexis. Is that his name? That's wrong. It's Hans. Ah, well, there we go. That's a mistake. Dr. Alexis Sarkov. Well, they've changed his name. Rude. It said Hans Sarkov in the credits. (laughs) Or maybe it's Hans Alexis. I don't know. Ah, So they're in the cloaks. These are the cloaks they were given. Long now. And and do you like my new hair? Yes. What happened but to my hair? Hey, I've got brunette hair. <laughs> These are the uh, a lot of the opening credit shots. But that's the opening credit shot, isn't it? Of Flash. It is pretty much. So they were taken from this. Oh, now they seem to be missing the moon. Yeah, well, that's always good to do. And they're in one of the. Uh, funny enough, they're in the one of the Mongo rocket ships. There, not in the one with the lots of tubes around the side. So they're not in Zarkov's rocket, they are they? Is... I think they left in Zarkov's rocket. <laughs> oh look, is this Zarkov's little place that they're coming back to? What are they? Retarding rockets. Retarding. I they rockets. were bombing the ground. Though. Yes. No, they are retarding rockets. I don't know what, what does that, that means. Mean? It means it slows them down enough so they can land. Because I think the the news thing said they were coming in at twelve hundred miles an hour. Oh wow. Which is quite a lot of miles an hour, I would imagine, to stop in, oh, a, this, this in a field. Oh, this music's very Wizard of Oz, isn't it? Mm. Do, do, do. I believe it's a, an angry farmer. <laughs> They've landed in a melon patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Superman of Century win world acclaim. <laughs> they know it's an angry farm and they know they're in America. <laughs> so, what, number one, Dale is not a Superman. No. Rude. Super people. Ah. This is the ticker tape parade. Is this a thing? Tell me about ticker tape parades. Is this just something they always did all the time? I think were if you they? were here, I know they did them for the Apollo act- astronauts. Oh, did they? But, uh, yeah, they just throw lots of paper out the window and make a mess. <laughs> but hurrah! Now Zarkov oh, gives. Oh, look, he gets to be at the posh event. Yes, Blessing. he's given a speech badly. Yes. And he's allowed to wear trousers. And it looks like a jazz club, which is kind of weird. It does, doesn't it? He's got those sort of bar, you know, got staves on the side. It looks like there should be notes, really. Yes. He's about to sing. Come on, sing, Hans Alexis. Sing, sing, sing. Hans Alexis Zarkov to you and me. Oh, he's one of these shit presenters who reads from their script rather than talking into the mic. Idiot. Get some training. <laughs> hey, don't diss the Zarkov. No, he's our hero. He's going to save the Why world. He's reading it out, the twat. You know the story. You experienced it. <laughs> Idiot. But well, they didn't have what's it in them days. Oh, a zappy beam. Ooh, oh, a wobbly no. zappy Ooh, beam. Oh, it's a wiggly. <laughs> it's a wiggly beam. Wiggly beam is Ooh. just... Oh, ah, Ming's back. Oh, wow. He wasn't dead long, was he? Folding his arms with a lady. And there's somebody what with a... Happened? I don't know. Oh, a lady and two... Oh, a man with a massive hat. It's very much... Into, what are those? What's that person? I don't know. He seems to be... This makes me think of uh, Voga. What's he doing? I think he's trying to prod the ground and get some strange mist out or something. I don't he's know. a bit sort of... What are those creatures in Dan Dare? The um, thingy. Mekoni. Yeah. Or... Mm, well, uh, I can't remember what they were now, was it? Thrill, thrills or th- thrones or something. I don't remember. Thrones. Uh, grumpy Ming. He's, he's, he's got a hat now, Ming, and it's a hat with an arrow on it, so he can point well, to the front of his of head. A, it's more of a skull cap. This <laughs> way up. This way front. <laughs> and and you've obviously got Hearn the Hunter down the end there with his the massively tall man with the massively tall hat, and the and the yes. man next to him with the same hat but who's slightly shorter. So beams so are being beamed be- at Earth. But was that man beamed down the beam? Well, or oh. was he trying to prevent the beam? Stock footage, lots of stock footage of earthquakes and things. Well, at least that's oh, what wow. we hope they are. Well, oh, this, wow. this is probably all stuff from other movies. What do you mean, probably? <laughs> well, no, I mean, or rather um, uh, rather than newsreel footage. That's newsreel footage, though, isn't it? I mean, that's yes. the, the flooding and everything. And People on a pier. People going, oh, look at the flooding. Why have we been People swept away? <laughs> because this is what happens. People go and look at the bad weather. And die. Yes, let's look at the bad weather. Yes, no, it's true though. You do do that. But again, this you is do, all do, do, do all. That. I mean, storms, everything. But this is all still pre-Second World War. This is the thing. You know, I, so this is a hurricane is. somewhere, probably in but Hawaii. I remember, I remember the hurricane in the palm trees more than anything else, mm. and that really is a thing. I think mm. of Flash Gordon for the Capitol. The president acts in crisis. Well, <laughs> I've gone off. You. He's run off to the theater. I've run off to the theater. Yes. <laughs> That's a crisis. Now this is... Is that the president? This will be the president's room. It's not very grand. No, it's a bit of a Emperor, August- Emperor Augustus on the left there, for some reason. Well, you know, there's been, what's it, uh, what was it called? The Depression. <laughs> so they had cheap wallpaper in the, in the White House then. And there are lots of men in a room. Oh, Dr. Metz is back looking shifty and... Slumpy. We are men and we must solve all the world's mm. problems as middle-class white men. Yes. Who have eaten far too many pies between them. <laughs> exactly. Definitely Dr. Metz has. There are, there are a group of large gentlemen. Oh, and then we've got the gentlemen of the press with their hats. Yes. All men, no women. They all, 
No. The men from the allowed. press always wear hats indoors. This is this is a rule. <laughs> I didn't know that rule. Well, it's the how you tell them apart from the important gentleman with the glasses around the table. This is very wordy and pointless. What are they talking about? Maybe if I listen to theories as to where the strange beam is coming from and what's happening to the oh, earth. There, and lots of people have theories, but no, but nobody's talked to Zarkov. Anyway, there's been a rowdy thing, so the sergeant at arms has got to get rid of all these press men. But you see, you all one, right, boys. one of whom all right, is happy hoppity we'll get some donuts. Hippity happity hoppity hop good. You see, oh, who's drawing yes. attention to himself? By standing on a chair, weirdly. <laughs> well, he's very tall. He's either very tall. <laughs> he's either very tall or he's on a chair. Or he's a very, very small man who has to stand on tables a lot. <laughs> Donald Kerr. Mispronouncing Zarkov twice. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's not a good start, is it? <laughs> but he's happy. He's a happy man. You can tell he's happy. He hasn't shown any sign of being happy at all so far in this, has he? Well, he's kind of perky, isn't he? Uh, I'll give him a chance. Well, there we oh. go. That's it. Wrong name card. I think that's Doctor, why that's they had to call alcohol. him that. And Flash Gordon, they're living together. <laughs> yes, they are a couple. What? <laughs> and this is their <gasps> slave. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, this is their um, moment. Yes, he's. Yes, I'm afraid they have... <gasps> oh, no. Mm. That's awful. They have a servant who is a, a very caricatured uh, black servant of the type you see in things in wow. the 1930s. Who has yeah. been duped and tricked by Happy Hopgood into revealing where Flash and his and uh, Zarkov are. Flash and his Zarkov, because they're all living together. <laughs> Did you notice when he talked on the phone, he sounded more intelligent than when he was talking at the door? It was almost like he was play-acting, being dumb at the door. Ah, you see now. Hmm. There may be something in that. There's probably some subversive stuff going on there. Saying, yes, mm. we, we play down for the idiot white people who come to the door. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Anyhow, they're up in a plane. You should never let Flash in an aeroplane. I think this no, is what we've learned. Well. Is yeah. Give Flash an aeroplane, he's going to crash it. So, uh, anyway, they're up analysing the air and the storms and what have you. And, and basically, this can all be seen out of the window. The very high windows in, very high wind. in in their little country house. By uh, Dale, Dale was left Dale alone in with a chemicals. frock, in a gown. Yeah, because you had to lounge around the house in a gown in the thirties and look out of the window with binoculars. Oh, oh! Compare it to the pace of the first episode of mm. the original serial. It's a lot slower so far, isn't it? It is. For all we know, the one we saw may have had a lot cut out of it. But <laughs> but you've got a lot to set up here. You've got to get them to meet. You've got to set up the Mars thing. You've got to set up uh, the meet with Happy. Because otherwise, they never meet Happy because they just they go straight to Mars in space, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So Flash is going to do that thing of, I'm going to fix the aerolons by climbing out onto the wing. This is Well, you would, wouldn't you? Wasn't wing walking big in the 30s? Uh, well, a lot a of that stuff. And basically, about two seconds of not being able to do this, he says, just bail out. <laughs> yeah, I've ruined the plane. <laughs> I've spoiled another plane. Zarkov's thinking, that's my second plane in my garden. Bail out, bail out, go. But he's got his special photos. But, so he's saving out of the from out of the wreck. He's saved his, he's tucked them inside his jerkin. And we get some stock footage again, not Second World War 
parachute footage. This is no. This has still not happened because it ain't happened yet. Mm. Oh, this is a nice little scene with all yeah. the parachutes. It yeah. feels nice. We like it. Mm. And Dale's and Dale's like shit. Shit! They bailed out. <laughs> I shall run to the door. And now we get lots and of running along. Just landed in the garden. Yes, in the wind. A little bit stormy. Yes. So you've got this to get. This feels your... very Wizard of Oz as well. The storm, doesn't it? it feels you've got to get like your that. trousers off. I think. There you go. Well, like... Any opportunity for yep. flash. And and obviously your parachute blows away. Now and, and and Zarkov's being the usual incompetent that uh, I, I represent in this this particular relationship. We didn't <laughs> like to say. And uh, <laughs> and 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 he now gets Zarkov's trousers off. They're not really trousers, but they, it does it's look them. like they're pulling the trousers down. Now. You should have put a coat on, Dale. I'm sorry. But oh, they're being espied oh, by that? a man behind a tree. Rude. Please. So obviously they're, they're all safe now. Our, our little trio, our little threesome. <laughs> Maybe they are all living together. <laughs> well, I know I think they are, but I think, you know, this, this is a bit odd, isn't it? Well, you know, once you... What happens on Mongo, you know, nobody else can experience it. So, And Happy's turned up to take a... One of those massive cameras to take. Oh, I love how they just ignore him when he says take a picture, and they're just like, "No, we're just going." Yeah. So now they have a gentleman of the press. I'm sure he used gentleman earlier. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of trust here, is there? No, it's quite right. So basically, they Why invite they him along and then that? and trap him on the barbed wire. Ha ha! Isn't that hilarious? Yes, he's. I think we've we've now ascertained that Happy is comic relief. Okay, good to know. So there we go. We've got the light. Oh, that's the ray. He's he's done his he's done his photographic development. Oh, they're in ties. They're in proper, oh, it's, it's like proper cool. military outfitting, really, for yeah. Zarkov and um, Flash, isn't it? The Kingdom of Ming the Merciless has declared war. It, it, it would have been dead five minutes. It's a planet, surely not a kingdom. Someone has been waging war on the Earth, says Zarkov. And so somebody on Mongo. He's decided this beam is coming from Mongo. Of course. Oh, he's it's so a, brave! It's a, it's a disappointing um, laboratory compared to his one on Mongo. I think <laughs> he's just annoyed about that. Yeah. Why are me zappy things? I want zappy things in my lab. Yeah, I exactly. should design. I mean, the thing is, up on, on Mongo, he could design his own zappy things in 20 minutes. <laughs> so Flash has basically gone, oh, you can't go on your own, Zarkov. I'm coming with you. And, and Dale was like, I'm coming as well. Because I'm a New York City girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a New York I'm City plucky. girl. I'm <laughs> plucky. Yes. World's last hope. So spinning newspaper and off they go again in their little rocket ship. And they're still wearing their ties now. And uh, <laughs> I feel like a regular commuter, says Gail. Love that line. And Zarkov's got th- Zarkov's got oh, his no, flying happy gear on. Somehow, Be- between the Naughty. doors, he's hidden. He, I was basically hidden the toilet. They must have toilets on their rocket ship. Well, where yeah. else would you go? You couldn't just go on a panel, could you? No, no, no. So obviously, you know, <laughs> there's a li- little room at the back of the rocket ship, and we get proper yeah. space with stars, proper Star Trek space. We, you know. White dots on a black background, you know, which we had a little bit in the opening, but you don't oh, see it. They know much where they're this. going. Why is she wearing a suit as if she's going to work? It's very <laughs> odd. 
<laughs> these are these are a travelling clothes. You definitely put on a trouser suit or something if they had such a thing then. Maybe they didn't. Well, you know, know, it's a bit thirties. Actually, maybe, maybe it's maybe really the dressed her as a kind of air hostess. Weirdly, you know. anyway. Oh, no, that's a nice tall ceiling in that room. Yes, I feel it may be painted, but yes. But this is this is Queen Azora's borrowed Ming's throne. Clearly borrowed Ming's throne. Or, or obviously, dicta- evil dictators all wear uh, have to have clamshell thrones, basically. Oh, she clutched the furniture at that. Well, yes. Well, wouldn't you? Ooh. I made her, you know, they made her clutch poof, the furniture, she's a, sir. She's got a poof for her feet, mm. unlike Ming. She's a bit shorter. Mm. Anyway, she's being Fally. evil queen. Fally. So suddenly it's all got a bit dynasty. And, yes. you, and somebody is about to be punished. And, we, and uh, this is the first legs of the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's been banished to the clay caves. Mm. Oh, gosh. So, so a mudman, basically, face. you get transformed. Uh, into, and all your clothes get transformed, and you get zapped, and off you go. And that's wow. it. You have been banished forevermore to the clay caves. You don't want to cross her, do you? Oh, she's just turning the... No, she's just basically she's disappeared. set off a firework and disappeared. She has. And this is the thing that gets me about this, is how do they know she's coming? You get this strange fanfare that's about five seconds before she turns up, because they all bowed before she appeared. Which is kind of weird when you think yeah, about it. Well, you would, wouldn't you? you well, she's got a proper but... zappy laboratory. Oh, oh, something just exploded. Whoa. Lots of fire came out of a thing. Oh, it's just so Ming can make an entrance. Because he can walk through fire. It yes. all ties up. So it didn't kill him, the Tunnel yes. of Terror. That's a dial. Wow, that's a dial. Although it's interesting, actually, because Flash did say they saw him walk into the flames, and I'm not sure but they Flash didn't. did. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They absolutely didn't. They he were did told. The only person who saw that was the priest. Mm. And he was mad. mad. The mad Mad. Priest. Mad as a box of frogs. Mm. He's had a bit of a makeover, Ming, considering this is really only... Tw- I mean, obviously the flames did something. They didn't burn off his eyebrows because they're right bushy now. Yeah. And he's a little bit lopsided on the old mustachios as well. But there we go. But he's the same cloak, so his cloak survived. He gets more dictatorial, doesn't he, in the next serial? But in but in this mm. one, he's, he's he's basically the cloak again. So our heroes, we now get a wide shot of all four of them in the spaceship. Although obviously, Happy's looking a bit. I don't really know what I'm doing here. Oh, he, he stood up there, but no, no, we don't get to see what he thought. And there, oh, ground-based troops and zappy things. Are you still there? I am sorry. <laughs> You've been engrossed. Abs absorbed. Absolutely. While, while they're working on their beam of doom. <laughs> and I feel that this may be an episode end coming any second. Oh, gosh, really? Well, it just has that air, doesn't it? They're about to basically get shot down. Eh? I feel their spaceship is approached. The beam is beaming. The men on the ground. They've got an interesting new look, the um, the the palace guard or whatever. But yeah, you but are getting on Mars. They're Azura's guards, yeah. surely. But you they're are Martians. getting proper zappy, z- zippy zappy, nineteen uh, thirties valvey, wonderful electronicy brilliance. You are. And and Happy is I don't know I don't know what Happy's oh, well. I don't know why Happy is there apart from to tell the story. I feel he won't be back. I feel actually, you know, if you needed cannon fodder or a red shirt, I feel Happy is your guy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's it. You know, I think he's meant to be the everyman character so they can relate more, but he's... 
Mm. I've, I, you still have a sense that if something isn't going to survive. Oh, anyway, they found the beam he's at thing. Now, this must be the beam that's been zapped away. They've hit the spaceship. They've flown into the beam and dropped like a stone and spinning and spinning and screaming and screaming and screaming and oh, spinning. No, and oh, good spiraling. Good spiraling. See, the living dead. The living dead. Part two. A flash golden strip to Mars at this theater. Next week. Oh, wow. At this theater. I used to love seeing at this theater. We need to just put these captions up, don't we? <laughs> yes, you do. Now, the thing is that um, I remember seeing that bit at this theater. I remember the first time I probably yes. asked my mum, why does it say at this theater? We're watching this on TV and being really confused. Uh... Learning. Learning. So there used to be a movie serial because mm. I just thought it had been just curated for my joy in and the late 70s. <laughs> made for television, just for you. Now, I've just looked at a note that I saw on someone's website, mm. um, which said that when it was first transmitted in the UK, yeah. the scenes with the manservant were not included ah. because they were felt to be racist, which uh. they clearly are. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. So that's an interesting fact. So anything else that we didn't cover um, from the first episode, New Worlds to Conquer? I think we pretty much got there, didn't we? Really? I think so. They're on their way. They're in their suits. They're commuting to Mongo. Not Mongo, Mars. It's Mars. Say Mongo. It feels like it's Mongo. But well, it's I think they've diverted themselves mid-trip. This is what I'm, I'm getting. Or the beam yeah. has diverted. Or, or they suddenly realised the beam wasn't coming from where they thought it was. And it's coming from Mars after all. So they've had to divert. I see. So. No, I think Sarecki, Barney, my mate, mm -hmm. Barn, the um, Barn. cost cutter, who was quite happy to go through all this. He, um, I think he, what he's done here, he's just added sort of like more dialogue and more, and he's extended the scenes. If you compare it to the first mm. serial, the scenes are a bit longer mm. in this episode, certainly. And there's more dialogue. And it's mm. kind of like, it doesn't, it, it's not so fast to get to the point. Mm. I mean, they're not arrived. They've not arrived yet, have they? Mm. And it was quite nice because you get some character development, mm. and it feels it feels still fast paced, but yes. it's just a bit more um, more more room to breathe. I would Do you say. Have this upon your shelf, then? Is is there actually a comic strip based on Flash Gordon's trip to Mars, or or, or upon no, which there's not. Flash Gordon? No, there's so not. So this is literally an original new two stories, too broad well, and thingy for of, the page, or something. I mean, the Witch Queen of Mongo character obviously is mm. is a key real yeah. arc. But also um, the, I think the tree people or whatever they're called are kind of related to the forest kingdom, mm. which was another arc. Mm. Um, but everything, the clay people are completely original. Mm. So they're not in any strip at all. So no. they're a brilliant new creation just for this. But of course, we shall come to the clay people next time. One of the we glories will. of Flash Gordon's trip to Mars. <gasps> Episode two. The Living Dead. The Living Dead. That's a title that. Has sort of resonated. I mean, that's used in the Avengers, obviously the George Romero film, so it's obviously yeah. resonated with the generation. Is this its earliest use? I Ooh, wonder. Possibly. Well, Gosh. I don't know because I mean, you've had vampirism before, I suppose. But I think they are very pulpy titles, though. But that's you know, I think that just it's plucked from the pages of of the comics, probably. Yes. I'll tell you what struck me. I was I was watching Tit Other. Uh, well, I haven't watched it all yet, but the the nineteen seventy nine Flash Gordon. Uh, and what strikes me about the opening credits for that, of course, is how many of the images from the 
comic strips they use in oh yes gorgeous and And we have have we have decided have we not that after we complete all the serials we're going to watch we are going to do one long commentary on the film possibly split into two episodes we haven't decided but we will do the film as well because we can't get enough flash and we um we we need a we need a bit of blessed don't we (laughs) i think we do we absolutely (laughs) just just to to tap it all off we need cap it all off we need a bit bit of the old blessed (laughs) <laughs> right, should we sign Live? off for this week? Yes, we okay. ought. So we will see you next time. So Space Soldiers is alive! We've done is this. for the living dead. No Excellent. So until next time, bye! Bye-bye, you oh, take sorry, care. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye. We can't do that bye thing. We can't oh, do oh. because it's changed, isn't it? Bye-bye! 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 Join us next time for another exciting episode of Space Soldiers. A Flash Gordon commentary podcast with Andy Priestner and Martin Holmes. Mekons people were the treens, just in case you thought we'd forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I think I'll be able to show my face in public again.